Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. This is where you learn how to create a happy nurturing relationship with your children without anxiety, stress or guilt. Carefree parenting, helping you be the kind of parent you've always wanted to be. I'm parenting coach Vinita Zutshi and today's episode is the vital first step in getting your child to be your raving fan. We all have goals for our children. Every parent I've ever met has the same goals. Let me list them. My child should be safe. My child should be healthy and energetic. My child should be intelligent. My child should have a well-rounded personality. My child should be impressive. My child should be well-behaved. My child should listen to me, respect elders and live by our family values. My child should follow rules. My child should get good grades. My child should be good at co-curricular and extracurricular activities. My child should have good friends. My child should be emotionally stable. My child should be an achiever. My child should make the most of his or her potential. My child should make a name for himself or herself in the world and do me proud. There are other goals we have for our children which relate to their appearance, career choices, relationships and so on. But I'll stop now. Not because I've already listed 15 goals, but because I'm tired of listing them. In the previous episode, I pointed out that most parenting solutions work only in the short term because they focus only on the child, completely ignoring the parent who is the larger part of the solution. Even in the area of goals, we continue to make the same mistake. We have goals for our children, not even thinking for one minute that we need to focus on ourselves. What about our goals as parents? The immediate answer to all this is that your goal as a parent is that you should reach your goals for your child. Think about this for a minute. Is your goal as a parent the fact that your child should be, have and do all the things we listed? I sincerely hope not. Because if that is your goal, then you will never reach it. And you will never reach it because you can never reach it. There are three reasons you can never reach your goal. The first reason is that you don't have a goal. What you have is many goals. And if you have many goals of equal importance that need to be achieved at the same time, you will never win. Because even if you hit one of them, you hit only one and miss all the rest. So, you need only one goal. The second reason you'll never reach your goal is that this is not your goal. It is a possible goal for your child. But we don't understand this. That's why children studying in class 1 are enrolled in tuitions so that they can get good grades. That's why children go from hobby class to sports practice to drama practice so that they can have an all-round personality. That's why children must be polite and respect their elders to show they live by their family values. That's why children must speak up 
to show they are confident. <sighs> no wonder our children sometimes get tired of us. They are crushed by the burden of our goals for them. Our love and concern for our kids actually turns them against us because of the form it takes. The third reason you'll never reach your goal is that you don't have a goal. I mean, uh, a goal of your very own. Your goal, something that you want for yourself, something that you can work towards and achieve. All the things I listed earlier are what we want for our children. But we have never taken even one minute to think of what we, as parents, want for ourselves as parents. Let me share an example. My goal as a parent has always been to raise a child who is true to herself. Yes, this statement is about my child being true to herself. But the goal is mine. My goal was to raise such a child. I have to do the raising and I have to do it in such a way that it results as far as possible in a child who is true to herself. Think about your goals as a parent. What do you want from this role, from this journey? Do you want a good relationship with your children? Or do you want to be a supportive parent? Or do you want to be a parent your children respect? Or one who raises independent children? I can hear the question screaming in your head, so I'm just going to say it. Just because my goal was to raise a child who would be true to herself, doesn't mean that I did not want a good relationship with her, or that I did not want to be a supportive parent, or that I did not want her to respect me, or that I did not want her to become independent. I wanted all these things. But if I had to pick only one thing I could have, then I would have picked raising my daughter to be true to herself, which is what I did choose. So list your goals for yourself as a parent and think about each one carefully. You will find that you can cancel a few of them. Now, your list of goals for yourself is smaller. Keep doing this exercise over and over again. I must mention here that each parent must do this for himself and herself. You may be one parent of the two that your children have, but each of you must have your own individual goal for yourself as a parent. And you must work with that goal in mind. Yes, it may give your child conflicting signals. But you're already doing that, aren't you? One of you says yes every time your child makes an unreasonable demand, while the other is more likely to say no. You're already different from each other. And by behaving in ways that are natural to you, you are already sending different messages to your children. So why worry about different parenting goals? The fact is, that rather than make life difficult for you and your kids, having a clear parenting goal and working from it will not only make your journey easier and your relationship better, it may even turn your kids into your raving fans. Let's see how this works. In my case, I wanted to raise a child who is true to herself. I'll give you two examples of how it played out. I noticed that she wasn't very talkative in company. This is natural with very young children, but even as she grew up, I saw that she preferred being quiet around people outside the family. Because of my goal, 
I never asked her to tell people about what she was doing or studying or thinking or reading. I never asked her to sing them a song or recite them a poem or show them a dance. I never asked her to show people her art or her toys. If they asked her what she was doing, she would answer as she saw fit and that would be that. The second example. I love puzzles. Solving them and creating them. My first puzzle book got published almost automatically and three others followed soon enough. If you like puzzles, you can find them on Amazon. Given this, you can imagine that I tried to share this interest with my daughter. I bought her a children's version of Sudoku when she was six. She looked at the book and at me, showing not even the inclination to hold the book in her hands. We are a book-mad family, so the fact that she didn't want to hold and look at a new book was unusual enough. But I was so on fire with excitement at introducing her to the world of puzzles that I didn't notice it at the time. I asked her to look at the book when she felt like it. Normally, a new book meant sparkling eyes, eager hands and let's read it now. But not this time. When a month had gone by and the book had gathered quite a bit of dust, I told her we would do some puzzles together. Again, I was so determined that I did not heed the watchful look she gave me. She gave in with good grace and sat through a few afternoons of solving Sudoku puzzles. I thought she'd got the hang of it and told her to do a few on her own. After a few more weeks and no puzzles solved, I gave her the book and said, Why don't you do a few? She looked at me silently for a bit and seemed to make up her mind about something. Then she said, You know, just because you like solving them doesn't mean I like it too. I don't have to like everything you like. It struck me like a bolt from the blue. It still humbles me. How generous, how graceful, how loving and giving our children are as they indulge us in the bouts of madness that we call love. They struggle along, trying their best to do things that are of no interest to them, that they may even actively dislike, just because we have decided that they must do them. What more proof do we need of their love for us? I was shocked at how I'd neglected all the cues she'd been giving me and felt awful at having betrayed my goal. I apologized to her and said, she needn't do any Sudoku for me. She looked relieved. But we parents never give up. <laughs> my last words to her were, maybe you'll enjoy it when you're a bit more grown up. We'll see then. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes at me. She's 20 now. From that day to this, she's never picked up any kind of puzzle book. And it doesn't matter because I was working to achieve my goal. Achieving my goal meant I didn't need to be egoistic about every little thing. I didn't have to win every argument. I didn't have to be the one who was always teaching and explaining things to her. She could win arguments. She could teach and explain things to me. She could have her own way. And it wouldn't hurt or upset me because I was achieving my goal of raising her to be true to herself. Do you see how working from my goal, the one goal I consciously chose, helped me have a good relationship with her, be a supportive parent, gain her respect and raise her to be independent? It's counterintuitive. It sounds completely illogical. But by choosing only one parenting goal, you can have it all. But 
only if you work towards achieving that one goal. Let's see how this might play out with you. Suppose your parenting goal is to have a great relationship with your child. It seems fairly obvious that you won't be yelling at him. But there will be times when you are strongly opposed to something he says or does. Will you stand by and see him hurt or harmed just to keep up the great relationship that is your goal? Of course not. As a parent, your primary instinct and first job is to keep your children safe from harm. So, what will you do? You will still disagree with him, maybe even force him to obey you. But with your goal in mind, you will do it in the way that least strains your relationship. Children are smart. They are much smarter than we give them credit for. When you come from the genuine space of a parenting goal, they will always know that you are saying or doing what you are out of love, out of concern, not from a position of ego. They may still disagree with you, but they will listen to what you have to say. They may even agree to what you say. But this will only happen if you come from a genuine space. Working from a parenting goal of your choice ensures that you come from a genuine space. When we work to fulfill our parenting goal, all our actions and words make sense to our children because our thoughts, words and behavior are guided by one pole star, not by the mood of the moment or the newest parenting fad or the last movie we watched or the breaking news story or anything else. You and your children will be opposed to one another many, many times in your life. But when you work from one parenting goal, you will always enjoy the special bond of love that only parents and children have. And as they grow and contrast their experience with you for a parent, with the experience of other children with their parents, they will probably become your fans for life. List your parenting goals. Cut them down to just one and watch your relationship with your children take wing. Smile and hold on because this is going to be the best ride of your life. Carefree Parenting is the way to go. Write to me at vinita at carefreeparenting.com That's V-I-N-I-T-A at C-A-R-E-F-R-E-E-P-A-R-E-N-T-I-N-G dot com with your feedback, comments and suggestions. Visit www.carefreeparenting.com for lots more tips and to consult me personally. I'm parenting coach Vinita Zutshi and you've been listening to Carefree Parenting. I'll catch you next Friday at 7 o'clock in the evening. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट